0: Directed by Slamdance Film Festival co-founder Dan Mervich, this from a long-lost script by Oscar and Pulitzer Prize-winning cartoonist and screenwriter Jules Pfeiffer, known for such work as Carnal Knowledge and Popeye and Little Murders and just a terrific observer of the human condition, was Mr. Pfeiffer. Bernard and Huey is the story of a roguish, and that would be Huey, played by... And I always butcher David's last name, and I'm going to ask you how to say... How do you say... Ketner. Kechner. Kechner. Yeah, it doesn't look like that to me, so I'm always a little concerned. David Pechner, (laughs) as well as a nebbish Bernard, and that would be Jim Rash. They are unlikely collegiate friends in the late 1980s in New York, and years later, a bedraggled Huey crashes at Bernard's upscale bachelor pad The two reconnect and Bernard falls in love. Well, we're going to leave it there cuz there's a lot that happens after that. So, uh, we're joined today by the director of Bernard and Huey and that would be Dan Mervich. Dan, welcome to Film School.
1: Oh, well, thanks uh, thanks for having me on. Oh,
0: uh, you're yeah, so welcome. Pleasure. Let me just ask you, I sort of has this been something, well, I don't know, it said long lost. When was this screenplay discovered?
1: Well, yeah, so he so Jules the the backstory is that uh, the characters are based on um, uh, or the the script is based on characters that go back to 1957. Uh they're 9 years older than than Black Panther. And um <laughs> uh and they were from uh Pfeiffer had this long-running uh comic strip in the Village Voice that he won the Pulitzer Prize for. And so the the characters go back to that and from 82 to 5 kind of brought them back as the middle-aged characters in uh in the back of Playboy magazine in a in a recur- recurring monthly uh comic strip and um and then, in eighty six he was commissioned by Showtime to write a screenplay, and so that's when the screenplay was actually written uh it was eighty six but then the week he turned it in, they changed ownership, and they never paid him for it and and so he tried to get it made as a studio film and and they just you know had no success with it and then he just stuck it in a drawer for thirty years basically and then and then about six years ago, I was uh, just kind of stumbled into an article, an interview with Pfeiffer, and said he's still alive, lives out in the Hamptons, he's teaching, he's writing graphic novels now, he's writing plays still. And in the very end, it said, oh, and by the way, he has several unproduced screenplays. And I thought, well, whatever they are, they're probably good. I mean, it's a guy who's won an Oscar and written all these amazing things that you were just talking about. So I reached out to him, and he said, oh, yeah, I think I've got a few things, but, uh, but, you know, I've been divorced a few times, everything's in storage. Uh, try me back in four months. So I tried him back four months later. Yeah, I still don't have anything. Still can't <laughs> find anything. Uh, try me back another four months. And this went on for a year and a half. And then finally, a friend of mine knew I was um, having this correspondence with Jules. And he uh, he said, oh, I, 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 I actually remember reading the script in a magazine in the late 90s uh, called Scenario Magazine that would publish mainly produced screenplays, but sometimes unproduced ones. But my friend, uh, had just gotten divorced. Everything was in storage. He couldn't find his magazine. So, I, um, so the only library in America that actually still had the magazine was, uh, was at the Academy Library, the, you know, Academy of Motion Pictures, the Oscar people. Um, they have a library in Beverly Hills, which is not that far from where I live. And so I went over there, read the magazine, found the script. But then I, then I talked to Pfeiffer, to Jules, and he said, oh yeah, that's it, Bernard and Huey. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, He said, but uh, I seem to remember my assistant sent them in a bridge version. What you read may not have been the full final version of the screenplay. Uh, So I said, well, let's find your old assistant. Maybe she has a floppy disk or or something. (laughs) He said, oh, no, she's dead. Oh, "Oh, my gosh, that's horrible news. I said, what about your agent? He had a big Hollywood agent back then. Oh, no, he's dead, too. I said, Oh my gosh, that's, that's terrible news. And I said, What about your lawyer? No longer among the counted, he is dead <laughs> and uh, Sounds like a so Monty Python finally,
0: movie. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So we finally found an old producing partner of Jules, a guy named Michael Brandman, a very nice guy who was still alive, still married, still had his archives, and uh, and he found a copy of the script. And then actually a couple months later we realized that uh, Jules had actually donated some of his archives to the Library of Congress and they had a handwritten Copy of the original script oh because he always had the dead assistant to do the typing for him, and so we got a copy of that too. And that was that was a lot of fun. To see. Oh
0: my goodness! Oh my Th- that's a, now that in no. and of itself is a little short film <laughs> easily. Yeah, that is it, quite a well, story. it really is.
1: Yeah, yeah. and so um, so consequently, you know, it's and then Jules is like, "I'm eighty-seven. When are we making this thing already?" You know, yeah. so, and he's eighty-nine <laughs> now. Yeah, you know, uh, and that was it was real relatively fast once we got the rights and found the script and everything. Then, um, you know, then we did a Kickstarter campaign, started raising money through investors as well, and then, and then cast the film and then shot the film. You know, since then, we've been playing at the 25 film festivals on five continents, won a few awards, and then and then today, Friday, uh, the film is coming out in theaters coast to coast and on iTunes as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I I guess uh I should have I should know this before I ask you the question. Are you mm-hmm. in the Los Angeles area for the premiere or are I am.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be going to our LA premiere which is at uh Santa at the Lemley Monica uh Theater Center, um Lemley, you know, in Santa Monica. Uh and that's at 7:30 tonight and I'll be there with um three of the stars of the film, Jim Rash and Bellamy Young and Sasha Alexander. Ah. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, my um, goodness. And then that screening may have already sold out, depending on... Where you check, so we're okay. also going to be doing the introduction to the 10 p.m. show, so that'll be so if you so if it's sold out, don't worry, just come
0: yeah, later, okay.
1: and then I'll I'll also be doing Q and A with some of the rest of the cast um, uh, tomorrow night too tomorrow. on Saturday at 7:30 and and at 10.
0: It's funny the filmmaker I had on just before you, his film is opening at the same theater, uh, same Q and A at 7:30, uh, Saving Brenton, the uh, the story of the, uh, the found uh, George Malay's, uh film.
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so it's a go
0: to the Funny. tonight, people go to the Monica Film Center. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It's yeah, a, exactly. Yeah, yeah this just, is awesome. It doesn't
1: matter which. Yeah, go <laughs> see his film. Just buy tickets to mine. That's cool. <laughs> there you oh, go. Really. <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, he may care, but I. Uh, uh, awesome. um, well, yeah, and it, then and then simultaneously we're having a screening, uh, a premiere in New York, and uh, tonight, and Jules Pfeiffer will be there. Oh, he'll be at the my. Village East to New York, so.
0: So how's he doing? And uh, and Bill
1: and Bill plimpton's going to that Plimpton, one. Oh so my god.
0: Bill Plimpton too. Oh my. oh wow. The, the we're talking about the uh the uh cartoonist. The animator. Animator. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing. What a great yeah. night for film. Uh, just uh out of curiosity so how is Jules doing? Is he I mean his is this energized he's great. Is he is he seeing oh, his yeah. work he, back on? He screen? loves he,
1: yeah, no, he I mean he's eighty nine, he's still in, in great health, he's he's gone to a new wife now. And uh, he's uh, he's still writing graphic novels. He has a graphic novel coming out uh, at the end of next month called The Ghost Script, uh, which is the third in a trilogy that he's done. This one's about the blacklist. and And he just showed me he's getting ready to pitch a new five-series graphic novel series so i mean he's very active i mean we shall be that active and, and, and creative and productive at that age but but no but he he didn't really ever think that this film would get off the ground he's like yeah sure kid whatever you know <laughs> and, and then it was really only once we did the kickstarter campaign and I, and I met up with him and i showed him that we had a, a tote bag and a mug that said bernard and Huey on and he's like you have a tote bag is a tote bag has <laughs> a zipper oh my gosh, this is for real we're really making a movie here so um uh, but great. he loves it. We he just saw it really for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Uh we did a screening out in the Hampton form and uh and it was uh it was it, it was really beautiful seeing it with him and 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 he really he loved it. So uh which was a Big
0: release to me. <laughs> yes, yes, of course it would be. Well, I just loved his work. You mentioned the Village Voice. I just go back whenever I whenever I saw his name written on anything I or was authoring anything, I would always read it and I connect uh, connected to it. Uh, and let's uh, let's talk about the cast. You mentioned the cast, uh, and it's a terrific cast. Great to see Nancy Travis in something I haven't seen her oh, in a little yeah. while. Yeah. I always like her. Richard Kind is always great. You've got a lot of like in the in the sh- smaller roles. You've got some really great people in in these uh, in these um, different characters. So you want to talk a little bit about casting the film, what, what went into that?
1: Sure. Well, you know, when you make an independent film, uh, you know, and, and I've written about this before in articles and in, in my book, The Cheerful Subversive Guide to Independent Filmmaking. Mm-hmm. May as well plug my book. You um, you know, I talk about, you know, how do you cast you know great name actors in in a low budget film and really part of it is you you start with with a great script which we had and then and then you set a start date and this is something I learned from Robert Altman who was my mentor on my first film I was actually just a minute ago on the phone with my producing partner who's Robert Altman's grandson Dana Altman and um and this is something that Bob always used to teach us was you know start the set your start date and tell everyone that train's leaving the station, and either you're on or you're off you know wow and um and so that's what we did and 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 you know, and we didn't have you know people in mind for the script. you just have to be very open to suggestions that come from the agencies and the managers, so that they think. It's their ideas, you know. And um, anyway, so Keckner of the ones that are in the cast, Keckner's the one that came that came on board first, and he was great. He really, you know, loved. The, you know, he's excited to do independent films. He's been in a couple of slam dance films before, so we knew some of the same directors, you know. And they all said he was great to work with. And then, um, and then uh, Jim Rash uh, was kind of an accident that I was talking to. I was trying to raise money. I was just dialing for dollars. Uh, calling different production companies, called one, and I said, oh, can I talk to your boss about Bernard and Huey? And he says, oh, Bernard and Huey, I love that script. I said, wait, how, how have you even read it? He said, oh, well, we're also a management company, and we just pitched our client, Jim Rash, to your casting director, which I hadn't heard about.
0: Okay. I was like, wait,
1: Oscar winner Jim Rash, who, you know, <laughs> one of, which would look great on a poster? I said, <laughs> that true. sounds terrific. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Rash won the Oscar for co-writing The Descendants with uh, Alexander Payne, who I also know. So, um, so and, and Rash had been in, in, as an actor, had been in Community, and he'd been on the great movie Sky High, and uh, and so, you know, I called Joe Russo, one of the Russo brothers, who also I know through Slam Dance*, and he said, oh yeah, Jim was great to work with on Community and one of the Marvel movies. Totally, you should cast him. And so we did. Uh, and then once those guys came on board, then it was, you know, it was great getting the women. May Whitman came on yeah. as uh, Zelda, as, as uh, keckner's daughter. She's terrific, and and um, uh, Sasha Alexander and and Bellamy Young and and, uh, yeah. uh, and Nancy Travis is the three kind of uh, you know contemporaries of Bernard and Huey, and they, and they're all fantastic yeah. in the film. Sasha, I'd actually known at film school at USC a little bit. But the other two I, I just met, you know. And um you know, and Nancy's got a real Broadway New York background, so she's certainly new You know, Pfeiffer's work. A lot of them knew Pfeiffer's work or had been in his plays. Jim Rash had been in um, Pfeiffer's People, uh, which is one of his plays back in college or something. So, you know, uh, a lot of them had these kind of loose connections to Pfeiffer, me, and, you know, and they were available and wanted to do it.
0: Well, and I just, I'm kind of a Nancy Travis fan. I just remember, so I married Max Murder, so people will know and love that film. That's one of those films that's sneaky. Good in the sense that you, you mentioned to people, oh, I've seen that. I really like it. She was great in that. But also Duckman. Yeah. She had a great voiceover in, the, in that animated series, Duckman, with uh, oh, yeah. uh, Jason Alexander. She's just got a real yeah. comedic timing. And she's terrific in this. And I I think really, truly, uh, with David Koechner, uh, he, he he's a little bit uh, – playing against type for what a lot of people have seen him in in Anchorman and some other mm-hmm. films like that. Mm-hmm. He plays that really yeah. well. He does a really nice job. Jim, uh, I've seen a number of Jim Rash uh, in a lot of different things and he's also a guy who really kind of rises to the character when when I see him on yeah. uh, in films. So, you really have a terrific cast. It's really a mm-hmm. a, a joy to watch. And that 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 Pfeiffer, that that wit, that bite, that that honesty is is in this film And I really Really like that About it
1: Oh thanks so much That's, yeah. uh, that's really sweet Of you to say So Uh well, cool. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it, and, and the other
1: thing, too, about the cast is is that we, we also, I mean, we shot the thing quickly. We shot it in, in like, uh, 14 days in L.A. and two days in New York, but we um, we did uh, three or four days rehearsal, uh, just kind of hanging around my kitchen, and, and that was just so much fun. Oh, yeah. And, and sort of got everybody tonally on the same page, just in terms of the tone of the film and the, and the chemistry between the, uh, of them, because... They they didn't all know each other before, and none of them had really worked together. So it was it was great to just kind of get everyone together, which is um, which is the nice thing about doing an ensemble like this. Is that um, you know you want everyone you know making the same movie, and, yeah. and we were.
0: No. well you've made a wonderful film it's really uh, just okay. a it's a, a joy to watch it's a joy to hear the words spoken by the people who speak them uh and, and and watch them play off each other have some fun there's a lot again a lot of give a lot of honest give and take in the film a lot of kind of uh you know uh reality checks in the film for these for these older these men of a certain age and for the women right. who have to put up with them yeah. and then this sort of yeah. you know the, all of that stuff it's all in this it's and it has it has a bit of a new york sensibility but it translates across, you know, across cultures and every other way. So, oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations! Well, thank dude. you so much. Yeah, yeah. the film. Yeah, you're welcome. The film is uh bernard and huey and the director is dan mervich and he will be at the monica film center tonight and tomorrow night uh and you'll be at the 7 30 screenings for q a as well as holding over until the 10 did you say 10 10? yeah 10 o'clock uh screening? yeah
1: yeah yeah so, so i'll be there for the 10 o'clock
0: screenings as well wow well uh man uh yeah good uh all the best with this and uh, and you—you you wrote the book. Let's let's once again plug that book because for, oh, yeah. a lot of filmmakers, <laughs> of a lot cheer, of filmmakers are the cheerful, listening. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, the cheerful subversive guide to independent filmmaking. Fantastic. Um, oh, and I should say there are two UCI students who worked on Bernard and Huey.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, when they were uh, still in high school, they were interns uh, for me, and they're in the credits. So um oh, and they they went to UCI.
0: Okay, well oh, good. Some some have broken free. <laughs> they they've they flown the thrown flown the nests here. So well exactly. yeah. oh, Dan, uh congratulations and good luck with this moving forward and uh slam dance coming up uh next January. So for people mm-hmm. who are interested in uh going to uh to uh Utah, in, in, in the bitterest yeah. part of the winter, <laughs> and <laughs> want to see great films. And it's such an intimate film festival. I had such a great time when I was there. Really, you get a chance to actually talk to the filmmakers. They're right there. They're all in the hotel basically working. And it's a great place to see and hang out and be a part of a community of people who really care about movies. And that's really what I got from Slam Dance was the care that which they take care of their people and also just the vibe that you get from being there. It's a really wonderful